0: is the Ken Pittman Show on 1420 WBSM. The Ken Pittman Show 1420 WBSM New Bedford.
1: Six oh five hundred. You're listening to the Ken Pittman show here till noontime. and eventually we'll have uh, Ryan Dixon rolling in. I got to say words like "rolling in" now because Ryan is in uh, truck driving school, and I got to learn some uh, CB lingo here to make him feel comfortable. He's going to be the real deal soon. You know, I don't. I, I don't think I shared this. I have a, a circle of friends. Uh, all of them love Ryan. And I include Ryan in this text message where every week I send Ryan words of advice and encouraging words followed by an interruption where I show like a a truck going through a building or something. And I ask if he's okay. He gets a little miffed by them, but he's tolerating them so far. 508-996-0500. We want to hear from you. So many things going on right now. Um. I don't know that Joe Biden can survive this problem. And I think the Democratic Party is now realizing it, it. it's bigger than Joe Biden. Joe Biden will have to be a little out of character here and be selfless. He'll have to step aside. I, I, that's what I think is going on. I think it's just a matter of how are they going to do it. What's the best aesthetics of it? probably would have to come at the convention and they're probably going to need that kind of time to convince him to gracefully step aside i I don't think it's going to happen that easily and especially the i'm personally appalled at the idea that we really don't know who's calling the shots we've seen enough of the president to know that okay he gets the gist of it and then he is relying on other, other people to say, well, what's the best cause of action? He still has his political instincts, but it's a fraction of what it was. Not that he's ever been great. If you go back and look at Joe Biden's record, he was wrong about virtually everything in terms of foreign affairs. And President Obama brought him on as VP because that was the one thing that he lacked, right? I mean, he had one half of a term as a U.S. senator. One half of a term as a state senator in Illinois, and he got launched prematurely to the White House. Just remarkable seeing how fast they turned and abandoned Hillary Clinton for this unknown Barack Obama, who turned out to be a fantastic candidate. I didn't like the presidency. I've told this story before, but when I was the afternoon drive here, I, I remember watching the inauguration for the victor in 2008, Barack Obama defeating John McCain. And while I did not vote for him, I remember thinking what a great day it was that a a black American was finally president of the United States and all those who felt disenfranchised could feel they have a vested interest in this country. And I I was happy to see that day long overdue. But I just didn't care for the way he he ran the country, and he was far more to the left than he wanted people to understand. And I think like the Clintons, they have embedded a lot of bureaucrats in places that will affect this country for years and decades. And I also don't have any proof. I also think he has a say in what's happening in the White House today. I think there is some of that. Maybe more of some of that. I don't know, but I don't think Joe Biden is calling the shots here. And we, we are owed more than that. Good morning. You're on the air.
2: Hey, good morning, Ken. Hey, Rick. Oh, hi. Always good to hear you, Ken. And Thank especially you. Especially when you're feeling well. Same here. Always good. Thank you. Hey, Ken. So, you know, what's going on now in this country with this president right now? And I'm just going to obviously give you my opinion. This He did not do the one thing he got hired to do. And that's protect the United States citizens. He's done everything but. You have daughters... I have daughters, I have a wife, you have a wife. We A lot of us do. He, what he's done is put them more in danger in ourselves, but I don't, we, we don't worry about ourselves like we worry about our families. And what he's done with, with the people, like what we're seeing going on in New York with, with, the, with those, those first thugs, and that's what they are, that is, is happening that's going to happen across the country. You know, across right. Yeah.
1: The, the, it, right. It's, it's documented because New York has so much media and coverage, but yes, you're right.
2: So I think I, – I, I mean, I know the – the, the I, I want to – I would like to see him out of office. And I, I, at this point, how much worse can we do? And I, I am not a Camilla Harris fan, not even close. But I'm thinking at this point, we have to start doing the right thing in this country because everything – our laws, everything we were set up to be as a nation are going away. And there's always an excuse for it. The bar is being lowered and lowered and lowered. We don't, there's no accountability, and I know it's all, it's all politics, but we've got to do something, Ken, in this country, and the politicians have to start working for the people again, whether it goes against their party or the other party, or whatever it may be, because we're losing everything, Ken. And, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to be an alarmist here, but the reality is we've changed as a nation in a relatively short time. And for someone like myself and yourself who pays attention, we see it. And it's, it's sad in the ignorance of the voters. And I, I say that the ignorance of the people out there who aren't paying attention because either they don't want to or they don't care or they've already been programmed.
1: Do you see the UAW? The, the UAW endorsed President Biden. Yes. This is a union that makes motor vehicles run on gasoline. And they are trying to convince, they apparently have. They've convinced their members, that they have a great future in the electric car business. They don't. They don't.
2: Yeah, they, that's what I, what I mean, Ken. It's like, it's like with, it, it's, I don't know. If, it seems like since COVID, and that's what I tell everybody,
1: we've changed.
2: And, and that, to me, was the real turning point in, from where I sit. It, and I'm not saying it is, but from, from where I sit, that all, it's like people are far-brained. We, we, the, 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 we have more intelligence on, on our fingertips, like I do right now with this phone, yet people don't utilize it. They, they, it, it, just, it just blew me away. And as I get older, I'm more nervous about where the grandkids are going to be and, and what's going to happen. And they're going to look back and say, what was grandpa thinking? Why didn't he do something about we were going down this road? We've been seeing this illegal immigration influx for a while, and we're all sitting here saying we don't like it. I know we don't have the power to do what we would like to do. But we're watching it happen in real time. And as it does, it's changing our nation, and it will change our nation forever.
1: If I'm they hoping, can if they can, can round it. up 1,200 people uh, who did not enter the Capitol, who were simply there on January 6th, right? It, 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 is it really hard to imagine that we can't round up uh, a lot of the, the worst and more dangerous elements of these illegal migrants? I mean, they, they seem to know where everybody is when it suits them, and they don't hide that ability. But, now, but when it comes to, to, to convenience to keep the, the agenda going, they're incapable of stopping it. Joe, Joe Biden says he's done as much as he can to stop what's going on at the border. In fact, he's blaming Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans who support him for the border being open right now.
2: Ken, you're right. I appreciate the time. Let me finish with this, and this is one of the reasons why I called you to, to share this with you, and you know this. With a swipe of a pen, he could have shut the borders down and said, We need to regroup and make this right. He can do that. He has the presidential power to do that. He cho- he's choosing not to, or he just doesn't know. I mean, and that's sad because somebody's it's a little of both. handling him.
1: It's a little but of both. I've seen I've, I I can I'm qualified because I've been watching Joe Biden since I was eight. All right. He's been in office as a senator since Richard Nixon was president. And this guy has always been a loudmouth, phony, fake it—you know, don't question me or else—kind of guy. But now he, now he can't even think straight, and right. his own Justice Department is saying he's not even capable of standing trial. He's that—he's that sadly gone.
2: Bizarre times, Kenny.
1: Bizarre it, it, times. You're right. Always good to hear from you, Rick. Thanks. You too, Ken. Thank you. I bet. All right. So um, when we talk about the future. Well, there's going to have to be some sort of change in uh, – Nikki Haley's calling for it, uh, some sort of uh, test for those running for president over 75 years of age. It needs to be some sort of medical clearance, a special one. I don't know what new measures she's calling for. I, I just know that she's calling for them. Um, of course, it's convenient for her. She's 51, and her opponents – Donald Trump and potentially Joe Biden, if she gets past Donald Trump, are both obviously over 75. And people should be concerned. Looks, what would Donald Trump look like in four years? We don't know. It's a, it's a valid concern. We know what Joe Biden, and we know what Joe Biden, if this is the trajectory going from when he ran against Trump originally to today, what is he going to look like At this point in 2027. What is he going to sound like? I don't, I can't imagine a scenario where he is the president of the United States. Unless, you know, we're going to create this avatar and and AI is running things. (laughs) Whatever it is, it's, this is the organic functions of Washington are not being displayed to the American people. We don't know who's running things. Thank you for waiting. You're in the air.
3: Hi, Ken. Good morning. Good morning. This is Sketty. So um, I'm so happy to hear you are going to go for the 49ers this week.
1: Uh, Well, you know what? And development, too, is one of the best offensive, probably the best offensive lineman for Kansas City. Who used to play for the Patriots, Tooney, uh, is out.
3: Okay. All right. So that's the only reason why, then?
1: No, that adds to my that adds to my theory that San Francisco is going to win because they, you know, San Francisco has a great pass rush, and now one of the best blockers won't be there to defend Rick uh, Pat Mahomes.
3: You know, I I feel like it's going to in my gut. You know, I I told Tim yesterday I I app chatted in that I feel like it's going to be a good blowout. I don't know why, but I feel like that. But I, I know like legitimately i should be saying no like everybody else is only going to be a two-point win for kansas but i'm got that feeling you know like something spectacular is just going to keep you know like maybe some interceptions or something um so i'm i'm stoked so at least i know Uh, i got you on my side yeah i wouldn't (laughs) count on
1: a blowout i just think patrick mahomes is great enough to keep it respectable
3: um yeah Uh, well i don't know i get that sneaky feeling I, um, I wanted to ask you a question. I was going to ask Brian when he was there, but um, I figured I'd wait, you know, for you, because sometimes Brian comes over there. But I'm going to ask you now. Um, so I went out to eat yesterday. I took a ride into uh, Wareham, and I went to the 99 over there by the oh, Town Place Suite. Okay. Yeah, and I went in the restaurant, and I I've ne- I've never looked at this, and I don't I don't eat out too often by myself. Um, you know, and if I do, it will be with my brother. It would be like maybe once every two months or something like that. So I'm looking at the bill after I get home. I thought, what a great meal, you know. And I was, I never really looked, looked at the um, bill itself. So I was like, wow, what is this? Seventy-five cents for a liquor tax, and then okay, so I had the the tax right, which is a dollar. What was it? A dollar for food tax? Okay. So you know, you know, you're gonna get tax but then i'm looking i said liquor tax 75 cents and then i had local tax 21 cents and i'm like since when did we start putting a state tax you already take taxes on paychecks and whatnot that doesn't make sense and liquor since when windows you start getting charged for liquor? i thought well because this is that on the grounds of the hotel do people come over and just assume that this is what we're doing everybody i don't know Um, is
1: this real? Is that proper? Can they actually do that? Is there a a liquor tax uh, in Massachusetts? Excise taxes on alcohol are directly charged to importers and wholesalers. Usually then passed along to retailers and consumers. I never noticed that particular, because it's just uh, it's you know, you you run through it and you're like what the hell is this? Every time you go out there's something that you don't really recognize, because there's so many different fees and taxes and
3: yeah, well, I mean, I I ate um, down in Dartmouth at this place called Joe's, and um, I had two glasses of wine wine there, mm-hmm. and I don't ever remember seeing that, and I don't remember seeing a state tax, a local tax of twenty one. I don't know. I just thought this isn't right. I asked my brother. And he Did goes, you question no. it?
1: Did you ask at the place? Yeah,
3: well, I was already I was already home. Oh, I see. The meal the meal was such a great price. I mean, I got asparagus, baked potato, and nice prime. Uh, right there, you could see him plain broiled um a chicken, and it was the meal itself was only fifteen dollars and um you know anyways, and then I got fourteen ounces of uh, wine, which actually makes up for one uh, one and a half glasses of wine
1: and, I, you know, I'm I got- terrible to to be a, a person. That would check out the bill. I I never question it, and and I I'm with people who do, and I and I respect that. I wish I was more like that, but I'm just you know I'm relaxed. I'm having a nice time. I don't yeah. want to you know.
4: Yeah. Well, that's like it me. It's just not a good
1: time I, to I've catch never, me looking into things.
3: Yeah, no. I mean, I never never saw it. I was just like so thrilled. It was thirty dollars, <laughs> um, and then I said to myself, "Well, wait a minute. You know, oh, so the asparagus. She never told me the asparagus was going to be two fifty, two two thirty. So I said, "Oh, okay," yeah, and that's the only thing I thought about when I got home was the the cost of the food, right? So, anyways, I looked at the bill and I said, "Geez, why didn't I look at it there?" Because generally, I've never seen it. I generally do just kind of like glance over, but um, I never saw this. And I just said, "Geez, I've got to ask you, what the heck?" And is and maybe one of the callers out there will know this because now with more Haley's new bill she's-
1: yeah. I'll get you. I get you. All right, I got to run for a commercial break. Maybe somebody can answer that for you.
3: Oh, wait. Right, thanks, Ken. Have a, Have a great, great weekend. weekend.
1: Get outside. You bet. Yeah. All right, back to your calls. Back with more after this. 508 Already approaching 1030. Show's flying by this morning, but let's go to the calls. You're next. Hi. Hello. Good morning.
5: I have one. Back to the political situation. I just have one question. Sure. Why do people assume that Trump is going to um, choose a female vice president? You see how awful the one we've got on the Democratic side.
1: Yeah, I, I think identity politics is never a good idea. Go with the best candidate. It might be a woman, yeah, yeah, but I, mean, I, don't, I, I don't think he's fallen prey to that as much as a lot of uh, other candidates. I, I I don't know why they would say it, it has to be a woman. Um, I think while um, I, this is a guess because with female voters he's not doing as well. So if he can if he can bring on somebody that could change some of that demographics, it's about you know it's about counting the beans, counting the votes.
5: Yeah, well, I'm just concerned that if we end up in another war of some sort, I'd feel better to have a a man who might have been experienced in military and all that kind of stuff. There's some
1: strong women out there who I would be comfortable with in in handling some of these uh, situations, though. Um, I mean, you look at, and I'm not saying I I would want her to be the vice president, but Mm. if Carrie Lake, for example, were, were in position to stand up to a foe. I, I don't think she'd have a problem doing it. I think she would have the wisdom to listen to the right people in the Pentagon and and make the strong decisions. I don't, I don't uh, hesitate to think that she would be weaker than a man. well I
5: don't know that much about her. So, uh, I mean, because they support Trump doesn't necessarily mean they can... That's right. ...be
1: a commander-in-chief. That's right. Donald Trump has had some very questionable appointments. I mean, he was enamored with Generals in particular and ended up firing them when he found out they really weren't what he thought they were going to be or um, maybe maybe he made the wrong decision firing. But he, he ended up changing and firing a lot of people. Um, well, and, and, I
5: didn't like smiley.
1: Well, I think it I has to do with to his. Smiley. He came into Washington as a novice and he came into Washington with a lot of outsiders. So he had to figure a lot out in a small period of time. Okay,
5: he was chief of. What do you call it? Not chief of. Staff, is that what the military group is called? Jo- joint Chiefs of Staff? Yeah. He, wasn't he that?
1: No. He's the commander-in-chief, and he appoints a, a joint um, commander-chief uh, of staff.
5: But he was the one that called China and said we're not going to war or some some stupid thing like that. I just couldn't believe that.
1: I think I think yeah. Donald Trump is right, though, that countries would prefer prosperity over war no matter who they are. I really believe that.
3: Mm.
1: And, you know, the climate of the world was a lot better before Joe Biden came into office.
5: Yeah. Well, I mean, he thought he did a master stroke on his first day in office of wiping out all the executive orders of Trump.
1: Including and the construction now, of the border wall.
5: Yeah, and now he's coming back to that in a, a slow way. And um, it's too late. It's too late. But I agree. Anyway, that was all I...
1: No, it's a, it's a good question. Why does it have to be a woman? I don't know if it has to be a woman. I think um, when, when his advisors look at the demographics where he's having a problem, it is with female voters. So maybe bringing on a, a, a woman vice president um, who is palatable to the typical Republican voter. I think, you know, there may be some wisdom in that. If it's the right person, of course.
5: Yeah, but not like the one we've got now. Okay. <laughs> who
1: giggles? <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for the call. Okay, you, you take bye. care. Uh, let's go to line two. Hi, you're on the air.
0: I can. Um, I want to talk about the tax, but uh, I was just thinking there were, there were plenty of good, uh, strong uh, female candidates and, and and other leaders you know around the world that have uh, served and proven themselves.
1: Condoleezza Rice, I, Nick, and Nikki Haley's not. A, I don't think she's a weak person. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't think I, she'd be a, a, a pushover.
0: Right, right. Um, I was just thinking. Um, I, I didn't like her politics so much, but uh, Angela Merkel. Germany, but you know her biggest problem was she used her too far into the future to uh, deal with Joe Biden. He's he's dealing he's dealing with a different set of uh, German
1: chancellors these <laughs> What did he, do? It was, did he die in seventeen? Francois 17? Mitterrand.
0: Yeah, <laughs> crazy,
1: crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's misfiring
0: quickly, <clears throat> quickly on the tax. Uh, yeah, here's a scenario where uh, anybody might run into. Say you go into a uh, a place that's uh, you know, a pub that uh, you can get food, but you can just go in for a beer. Yep. Uh, you go in for a beer, say it's $4, um, and she, the, the, the waiter or bartender asks, you know, if you want to start a tab, no, here, I'll, I'll just pay for it. Here, here's $5. There's a, a dollar tip. Now, if they run it through their system, not all places, but some of them, if they run it through their computer and run a tab for you, it comes up uh, certain places several places do it not all um it will say $4 for a beer and 7% total local and state tax
1: so 28 total, cents 20,
0: yeah yeah um some the good places separate food so that the alcohol uh, does not have tax on it.
1: So the, so the, the real, so the, the real
0: weaker places add, add tax to everything, including the alcohol. It's a double tax.
1: I bet more like. than the, the patron, the bigger casualty is the server who, instead of getting the dollar is going to get 72 cents.
0: Yeah, well, in that scenario, sure. Um, absolutely. It's a, uh, it's a crazy thing. And I looked it up in the, the tax, in the TIR is whatever in Massachusetts, and, you know, it's big about uh, whether um, a can of soda or a can of beer, although a a can of a bottle of beer has already been taxed by the state. So it's. do you remember when we repealed the uh, retail liquor tax? Yeah. That that was a tax on a tax.
1: Yeah, there was a recent increase on beer and wine because it's under 15% alcohol, and I think the the alcoholic whiskey, vodka, tequila, that sort of thing, anything over 50%? Alcohol is, um, it went from $2 a gallon to three thirty.
0: But 30 But so if you, uh, well, the cigarettes, they still do charge tax on a tax. If you pay yeah. a sales tax on top of a, a pack of cigarettes, you've already got quite a bit of state tax. So, you know, if, you're, if you pay a dollar and then they ask you for another quarter percent right? You're Wait a minute,
1: with- so, so if the, the dollar extra that you're paying for, for state taxes, that gets tagged on? To the sales tax?
0: Well, yeah, the the sales tax is a percentage of the total, which already includes a flat uh, uh, tax that was introduced uh, by the by the state. So, uh, I, I don't know what it is on on the alcohol, but uh, if you do, you remember when they repealed it? If you went to the store and bought a, uh, I like beer, so you buy you buy a six pack of beer for five bucks, say, and uh, there was a. Built-in tax on that, the state imposed right. uh, alcohol tax. Then the, they would charge um, sales tax of the the whole five dollars. So, say you know, four of which was beer, and one of which was a state tax. It was a, that was the argument for repealing the uh, the retail tax on, uh, on on liquor.
1: Gotcha. Well.
0: Anyway, yeah, so it's, it's it's a tax on a tax, which isn't really right, and but it's it's not required by these restaurants to charge it. There's one right down the road from you. They separate their meals from their alcohol, and only the meals are taxed at the 7% rate. Uh, no kidding. At local meals tax, but some other ones will charge you tax.
1: Oh, also, so the consumer you know, can shop alcohol. around for where that's not because it's voluntary. Ah, oh, interesting. All right.
0: Yeah, it's and it's you know it's not that much, but seven percent is seven percent. Sure. If, you, if you're buying a lot of alcohol, uh, sometimes that's one of the bigger items on on, uh, especially these specialty drinks. Uh, you can spend an awful lot of money on on uh, alcohol, or wine. Look, whatever.
1: somebody has to pay for this infinite bill. We are we are now facing to house and and feed and clothe and medicate all these illegal immigrants that we're happy to take on.
0: Oh, the millionaire is going to pay for that the governor told us so
1: they're leaving the state but the no, there's not a bigger demographics of people leaving the state than the affluent
0: listen why wouldn't why wouldn't you vote for sub, somebody else to pay your bills
1: well it's it, so that that's a joke that bill for one thing because when you're rich you can you know you can you can stay in Florida and keep a residence in Massachusetts and come and go as you want and claim pri- that your primary residence is Florida for example and you just come up here and Pay the property taxes. (laughs)
0: How how did that? How did the millionaires' tax get on the ballot? Oh, I mean, they're always looking for people out there. Were there people out there collecting signatures? I don't remember them doing that. Really, what it was was uh, the legislature was able to introduce it and get it on the ballot, which is much easier than grassroots efforts uh, where people have to collect signatures.
1: They're always looking to nail those who are going to be sympathized the least, and it's it's usually the rich, but it's not just the rich.
0: Yeah, it's class warfare, and but and, but it's an easy sell to people. Well, why 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 shouldn't they pay more? Agreed. Because it's not going to affect me. It's a it's a really sinister, uh, cynical, I should say, uh, approach to, to governance. And uh, well, we're, we're mired in the middle of it in this state.
1: I appreciate your phone call. Thanks thanks, thanks for it. Yeah. So the difference, I mean, Massachusetts taxes their residents so much more than other states. If remember that bill, was it a billion and a half? The Powerball got up to whatever it was. If you had won in South Dakota, you would keep over $60 million more than if you were in Massachusetts as the, as the winner. That's true. Uh, let's see. Let's go to line three. Good morning. You're on the air.
6: Good morning, Ken. Hi. Hi. I, I just wanted to say, um, first of all, I don't understand why um, Trump doesn't get more support from, from women. And maybe women are just so busy trying to keep up to... Uh, what's going on, you know, in their own lives. They maybe don't focus in as much. I really don't know. But I want to, you know, encourage all the listeners to study up on who Christy Nome, governor of South Dakota, is, how she governs, what kind of policies she advocates for, how hard she works, where her principles are and how she shows them in the decisions she makes and i did not vote for you know i wouldn't ever have voted for uh hillary i would never vote for elizabeth warren and i never voted for joe even though he had kamala on there it's like no it's who is the person and if it's a woman that's fantastic And I would love to see uh, Kristi Noem possibly be the president, depending on how she does as vice president to Trump. But I would like people to find out between now and when he calls his, you know, who his running mate is, familiarize yourself with her.
1: Look, when it comes to this stuff, it really, it's really an illusion. Like the feminists. Isn't it remarkable that the feminists are looking to protect men in women's sports and it's the conservative males who are saying, "Why are we letting men replace women in sports because they identify as as a female?" When these these women have such a great disadvantage by competing against these, uh, you know, politically correct former males, people who identify as females had surgery to convince even further. But the fact is, the feminist movement uh, is very uh, capricious. Um, how do they treat? Uh, Sarah Palin. No, how do they treat Condoleezza I, Rice? Any strong conservative woman is is a pariah.
6: I don't believe that um, the feminist. I, I believe the feminist movement was hijacked. I believe it's not at all. You know, the suffragist You know, women. People I are agree. voting to say, "Hey, oh, we're equal." It's so not. Same that as anymore. the N- NAACP.
1: It's yeah. been hijacked for progressive uh, right. agendas. So it's, I, it's, yeah.
6: Yeah, so I, I have to say, I don't care who the person is. Actually, I wish we never got to see them, you know, and, and here's their policies written down, and this is where you vote. I wish there was no money involved, you know, and no party affiliation. But that's not the world we live in. No. But what I'm saying is, Christine Ohm, she was out there on the forefront fighting for women's rights.
1: Good brand. Women's rights to- She's a good brand. She's a strong woman. She's got a good plan. Yeah. She's been governing. Her grades are great. I mean... Uh, when she spoke out against what's happening at the border, a local tribe, uh, chief from the Sioux nation has banned her from the, from the, um, reservation because he's saying he's endangering them by not allowing the, the border to remain open at the South. Um, it's ridiculous. He's being told what to say. I mean, obviously he doesn't really believe that. Um, but she's otherwise, I think very well liked in South Dakota.
6: But she's, worked, she's, doing a, a, she's come a long way with trying to make some peace with tribal nations, you know, I mean, you know, tribes in different areas in her state mm-hmm. that are trying to, hey, who can blame them? They didn't necessarily trust Republicans coming to chit chat and tell them what they were going to do for them and see if you can get them on board. They're not ignorant. They saw how them, you know, and then the pipelines. And there's a lot of things that are contentious issues in her area. But, I've you know, reading things she's written, I'm reading books and waiting for her next one to come out and looking at other information about her. And she is actually um, making headway in those areas. Definitely with
1: women. Oh, the OPPO research on her is already well invested, I'm sure. But I think you're right. I think we'll see from her in the future. I don't I, I can't imagine her trajectory wouldn't be to a national level.
6: And I'm hoping it's in November. All right. Ken, have a great week. Thank you.
1: Yeah, uh, it could be. I don't Thanks. I don't know for sure. Thanks for calling. You're on the air. I can. Hi.
7: Um, with regard to as a mega first guy, I think um, I would like to see. Joe Biden removed from office and Kamala become president as a, um, a six month president. And I think Trump would have a much easier run against that ticket. Whoever she picks.
1: Yeah. I can't decide that. It's, it's, it's interesting. You came to, I I'm having difficulty saying which, which is the easier tr- path back to the white house for the Republican nominee. I, I, I mean, given enough time, I think Kamala Harris would would be a disaster. Um, But I think they'd be very guarded. I don't think she'd be doing very much except for trying to improve her her appearances because she's been terrible.
7: Right. I I just, from my vantage point, either way, I think it's uh, a path that Trump could carry. And I've been supportive of him since, I know at least since 2015. And I think uh, he's the right guy again. I uh, really hope it comes true for us
1: I noticed that, that he's that... he's toned it down a bit, hasn't he he's not as um,
7: yeah,
1: he... what's the word I think abrasive he, he has the
7: potential of being the most benevolent president we've ever had and that's that's my feeling i think his 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 interest is only us. That's my perspective. Well, we're
1: seeing more and more people who were opposed to him even after he was out of office. But now after what we're seeing here and seeing the developments going on in Eastern Europe and Africa and the Middle East, all these, they're, they're saying, you know, he wasn't wrong on a lot of these things, if we're being honest. And, and they're reconsidering. Yeah. How
7: about Greg Abbott as a vice
1: president? Um, I think he is doing a great job in Texas. Um, he's got an important job um, because that chaos at the border for him to have the courage to start sending this problem out of his state to cities that are encouraging the border mess. That was the greatest thing that might've happened to this country in the last three and a half years, because
7: Doesn't it, that highlight uh, the opposition to the Democrats. And I would say also yeah. uh, Texas is safe. You have their Lieutenant Governor Patrick, who has been a you know strong conservative, um, I would think that I I think he answers and, um, you know, probably puts a real spotlight on the border and the problems.
1: Well, Uh, Democrats are are doing interesting things. now. They're they're encouraging a lot of operatives to move to red states to try to, you know, bring it to a purple and blue state. They're trying to uh, get Texas blue in a big way. Um, So they're going to get more and more challenges. And a lot of it is going to be through. Uh, I think naturalization of, of immigrants. I mean, the first generation, second generation American typically votes Democratic because of all the the subsidies and and the programs available to them and afforded to them. But then, eventually, when they're in the country three, four, five generations, they they own businesses, they work hard, they don't want to see their money, you know, just get sucked into a, a dysfunctional, uh, you know, irresponsible government. They they become conservatives, so they're willing to they're willing to to, to, to just get the reins for the next 20 years, I guess.
7: Well, the thing is, if, none of that will matter after November if um, Donald Trump is not elected. And I mean Donald Trump because he is going to be the ultimate...
1: doesn't uh, appear possible candidate. anybody else is going to be on that ticket yet. I mean, a lot can happen between yeah. now and then, but right now, I can't imagine Donald Trump not being he, the nominee.
7: He is the nominee going forward, I think, uh, unless something physically happens to him and may that not be the case agreed who knows what what that will bring yes sir uh, the other thing with regard to bar bars and taxes the thing about the meals tax all food and beverages are taxed in a bar I used to be a bar owner in in a bar you have the option of including it in the total price for convenience of the bar so in a case where a bar is charging four dollars for a beer the actual cost to the consumer is like 375 plus the tax total four dollars understand in any location tax is being charged to the consumer it's just how it's presented to the consumer
1: right so so can some do you have the autonomy to to list the beer as four dollars when it's going to be 428 or listed as four dollars because you're you're already Absorb you, the taxes. Yes, do. Yeah, yes, that's a do. bit deceiving. In the,
7: bar, in the well, in the bar, it's you have that option to include it in the price.
1: See, I would, I would, if price. I was, if I was a state representative, I would, I would want a bill passed that um, forced the establishment uh, at the top of the menu to let you know if it's already been absorbed the taxes in that price, or if you're going to be paying on top of.
7: <laughs> well, I think that a bar it has the legitimate right to say, you know understand that four dollars from that 28 cents of it is going directly to the state it does it i i manage it but it's going to the state there's no way around it
1: no i I understand but but if you're if you're literally uh pricing the 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 beer the beer uh so that it comes out to an even four dollars with the tax and then you have another place that is listing it as four dollars then they're taxing you i think that should be made clear
7: Okay. I know. Um, I can understand that. Um, I would say it would be in the interest of the bar, a bar owner like me in the past. I didn't, but, uh, to make that clear to people, the cost of the beer is act uh, to you is three twenty-five plus tax. Gotcha. That's something, you know, but in essence no one escapes the tax it's included in the price.
1: Oh, yeah. Somebody's paying it. It
7: <laughs> a convenience for, for the service of the bar because they don't want to be breaking the dollar when you have a, you know, you're serving most. Yeah, I just, I think I'd like
1: respect that. the establishment or, or reward them with my patronage if if they put that tax included so in the price.
7: So so you're saying that the restaurants that are adding tax are failing the their
1: consumer well i think it's if some people if you if you don't have to hide it and then add it later and some people aren't i i'd, I'd reward the people who are just putting the price up that you're actually going to pay the final price yeah yep. bottom line the bar that says four bucks <laughs> four bucks right yep otherwise and again i think a lot of people would be indignant enough to just say you know what well that's um i'm paying five bucks here that's my tip on that one beer so it's going to have to be less money for the, for the server. And that's not fair yeah, to the that's, server.
7: That's always disappointing. Yeah. I agree with you. Great call. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for straightening good, that out. Yeah. You have a good uh, weekend. Yes, sir. You do yourself.
1: as well. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. All right. Let's go to 9 2 here. Hi. You're on the air.
4: Hi, Ken. How are you doing? Good morning. I hear everybody talking about uh, we should vote a woman in for president. Well, I'm different. OK. For the simple. No,
1: I think the, the conversation was uh, Trump and the vice well- president.
4: Well, I'll, I'll, well, look at the vice president we have now, a freaking laughing hyena. She belongs in an amusement park. You go over there, go to the cages where the hyenas are, and you see her there laughing. But I'm talking about president, how a lot of people want to endorse a female. And I'm not saying they're no good. There, there's plenty of wonderful women that could be president of the United States. But foreign leaders do not respect women. If we, re, if we put a female in the White House as president... We're going to be more of a laughing stock than ever. Because these other countries, they're going to have a field day with that. And that's the only reason why I think we should always have a male in the office. President, no female. If you want to put a female in as vice president again, we can't really compare all females. And this one we have right now.
1: You know what would be I interesting? Possibly, you, you, not to interrupt okay. you, but you know what would be interesting? No. Having a an unofficial vote just as a social experiment... Well, you don't list the party affiliation, don't list the names, just list what the person has planned for this this uh, issue or that issue or this issue or that issue. And when you look at the overall plan, you grade it, whoever gets the highest grade, then you vote for that person, not knowing who it is. And then you see how, I bet you the, the ballots would look quite a bit dif- different, the outcomes.
4: I can understand what you're saying, and I do understand, but I still... Uh, if a woman ended up winning that, which you're talking about right there, I, I, I wouldn't like it.
1: I wouldn't care who won if, if they have the highest grades. I, I, don't, I wouldn't wouldn't bother me.
4: So let me ask you this now. If Biden they want Biden out of there, they're trying to get him out. Right. So now if he is successfully removed, is she the one that's going to step in right now? Kamala yes. Hans, is she the one? Yes.
1: That is the Constitution. Say, yep. God
4: help us all. Mr. Pittman. God help us all. She doesn't have much time left in there if she takes over right now. But still. Still, you look at her. She can't even. Have, she's worse than Biden when she's speaking. I understand him. He's old. It's not his fault. And like I said, Obama's the one running the show. When we all know it. He's the man. The man. The man behind the curtain, just like in the Wizard of Oz. He's behind that curtain and he's pulling all the strings.
1: Well, the institution, you know, the institution of the I White know. House. I, I think they would they would either do something to show that she's strong, which could be catastrophic. Or they would slow things down so that she was was zero impact, and that you know, well, nothing happened bad so far. Why don't we go with her? They'd have to make a choice. Do You
4: agree with me? Do you agree with me that she should not become president? Huh? I, I don't. Harris? I
1: don't see any reason to vote for Kamala Harris for president. I don't. There's zero reasons to vote for her.
4: Okay, but she wouldn't be voted in though. If he was removed right now, we have to have a president, right? So wouldn't it be her?
1: Don't forget, she was blown off of the stage, right, as a presidential candidate after one remark by um, Tulsi Gabbard. She was. She was gone. Throne, oh, she no yeah. interest oh, in her and i mean she's that weak I don't, you know one I debate know people people have to
4: get over their hatred for donald trump he's not a saint i understand i don't like a lot of things he does right now we need a man who is as strong as donald trump i have nothing against uh DeSantis. i have nothing against uh swami whatever his name is they have another time. They're still young. They're going to get in there. Swam, we need yeah. another four years of Donald Trump. That's all. That's all I'm saying.
1: I think we're going to get it, I, I, and I don't disagree with you. But I personally, and it's funny, I'm, I'm supposed to be this chauvinist, misogynist, uh, you know, conservative talk shows. I don't care who the president is if, if they're going to do the right things.
4: But no female can.
1: I don't care about no that. No
4: female ever, not ever. No, because I don't... They will never respect the women. never. They have to walk around with their eyes covered up, their whole head covered up. That's amazing they can see when they're walking around.
1: Well, we get a caller from time to time to from to to Martha's watch. Vineyard who would agree with you. I, I'm not there. I I, I think there, there, well, there could be a great woman president. I don't have any inhibitions Hillary,
4: about it. If Hillary Clinton had won that election, that time that she ran... Oh, we would have been in a war already. They would have attacked as long as a thing. woman for president.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree. No, I don't yeah, think. I appreciate Thank it. You. Uh, we are going to take a commercial break, and we'll come back and finish up the the. We well, only one more hour to go uh, after the news break in a few moments, and uh, talk a little Super Bowl here, and continue this conversation right after this. 508 996 I get some things wrong. Like, I... Um, I remember watching Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> and I predicted that um, the actor who played Napoleon's brother, Kip, I, I said, this guy's going to be huge. He's too good. I thought, I, I, the guy... I thought he stole the movie. But that never happened. And this song here by striper from the 1980s band um striper known for their christian lyrics this this song though was produced in 2018 actually my bass player john O'Boyle, is on the recording you just heard and um i thought it was gonna be a big song it's just that you know nobody cares anymore about rock and roll man <laughs> it's just you know if you're harry styles is the new rock star you know the rappers are the new rock star star today The the stars that i'm you know more more favorite to listen to they they unless there's some sort of revolution and it usually is rock and roll never dies they say but i'm i'm not seeing it the record industry the way they sell music today is, there's no more rock stars the biggest rock stars are you know get gray hair and canes i mean the stones are touring this year the rolling stones it's 2024 and i remember when i saw them in 1989 Because I said, well, if I don't see them now, they'll never come out again. And, uh, you know, (laughs) that's a long time ago. And Jagger is still hes still going to do 10 miles on the ramps and catwalks on that stage. He's still unbelievable. Anyhow, uh, that is going to do it for uh, the hour. We'll be back uh, with one more, a little bit of Super Bowl talk. I want to see your predictions as well. I want to hear from you, I mean. And uh, we'll have Ryan Dixon in as well. And maybe you can get Brian to throw his, because he's pretty knowledgeable with football. I, I think San Fran, especially in light of offensive linemen, Tooney not playing for Kansas City, I think now San Fran over KC even more so. But um, more importantly, what do you think about the game? Right after the news break, give me a call, 508-996-0500. That's how you get on the Ken Pittman Show and all local WBSM programming. And I would get out today and do some stuff. The weather's kind of nice. The sun's disappeared, but uh, we got a storm coming in Monday. We'll talk a little bit about that as well. Off to the news we go. We'll be back.
0: WBSM and W258DR New Bedford. New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 AM and 99.5 FM. WBSM, a town square media station.